No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Shout out to our bus. What? No? <laughs> what? Hello? Thought we were doing shout out to Is this thing on? What? Hey now. Hey, you know what, you guys? It's been a long time since you bought yourself something pretty. Or, or something nice. Or, or not. Or you bought yourself something pretty or nice yesterday. Doesn't matter. You know what you should do? Buy yourself something else pretty and nice. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. You should go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and check Pick it out. Pick yourself up. One of the coolest inspired Grateful Dead merchandise ever. Ever. Really? Ever. With a, with Truly. a period ever, at ever, the ever. end of ever. Definitely the most creative. For sure. And they have designs that cover a range of different Grateful Dead songs like... Um, Let's see. There's a Dark Star one. There's a Bird song. They love each other. Foolish heart. Drums in space. I got the lazy light. Cosmic Charlie. So you know, but it doesn't just say like Cosmic Charlie on the shirt. That would be silly. And it also doesn't just come to you in some random like package. No, it comes in a hand designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside of it. That's hand designed. It comes all nice and rolled up nice with special (laughs) twine. It comes with extras like candy it's it's actually a surprise so i'm not not going to ruin the surprise and then one or two of you out there will be lucky recipients of the actual tapes maybe more than one or two bonafide (laughs) grateful dead bootleg cassette tape from somebody's collection people have sent shop tour bus their their boots for a long time now and they have started miracling certain people when they order stuff so not only are you going to get the thing that you ordered not only are you going to get a hand design box not only are you going to get extras inside but you are going to have the chance to get a real grateful dead bootleg cassette tape on the inside and you'll love them you're going to get it f- I have four of them you're going to get it for free <laughs> yeah shipping you're yeah. not going to get the shirt for free you're going to pay for the shirt but you're going <laughs> to get it at your location for free yep you're going to put in the <laughs> promo code no simple road when you check out and shop tour bus is going to hook you up with free shipping free shipping that's right what so go get yourself something pretty something nice something pretty nice go over to shoptourbus.com online or at shop tour bus on instagram and take care of yourself man 
Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Sliding your phone on my table. You chip my table, man. Look at the, Apple's being a jerk, Mel. No, he's not. Tell him to slip sliding away. Oh. <laughs> hey, now, no simple road family. How's it going? Hey. How's hey. everybody doing out there? Welcome, everybody. You have now welcomed us back into your ears. Oh, thanks for letting us go back into your tube ho- holes. Your tube holes? Yeah. Tube <laughs> I don't know if I want to be in their tube holes. We're no. already in there. <laughs> Man, we're just coming up with all kinds of new words today. I tube love it. holes, CBDness. <laughs> well, this is nice. You guys are joining us here today. We are in the we middle. We have a snow day, guys. Yeah, we're in the middle of a, a, a severe storm warning, and it is snow all outside our window. Uh, we, we could go somewhere if we really wanted to with chains and everything, mm, but but it's not yeah. advisable. We're, we're kind of, yeah, we're, let's just say we're snowed in. Apple didn't go to work today. I came uh-uh. home early after four hours of work. I worked um, a half day, even though I work from home just because yeah. it felt like a snow day. We've been cleaning the house. <laughs> I brought a bunch of flowers to beautify the place. And then you look outside the window and there's a mix of white and green sprinkled everywhere. It's so beautiful. And then... You guys welcomed us into your tube holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you want to know who else they're going to have in their tube holes? Who? Hardy Har, our oh. this week's fantastic guest. So 
do yourself a favor go check out the videos that that hardy har has made um uh, they are up on youtube and uh (laughs) i don't want to ruin it and give you well just go check out their videos you guys just do that because we every week we tell you like if you haven't heard so and so band go listen to them you guys we're bringing you good music it might not be your absolute favorite but one of these times when you listen it's going to be your absolute favorite so check out hardy har check out their freaking videos they're fun they're elaborate they're beautiful could be a new fave they've got three well they got three videos out now they got more coming out and but just so you know we'll give a little introduction to them Uh, this is shane and tyler fogarty they're dan or John, John, I always say it, John John Fogarty's sons. And these guys started this band back in 2012 down the L.A. area and have been known for years for putting on very psychedelic, heavy, cool shows. And they are coming out with their first album on February 19th. So this release is going to be right in time for you to go check it out. There are three of the singles available right now. But the full album drops on the nineteenth. Don't Which drop it. We um we recorded this earlier last year or this year was uh, beginning. I can't remember. De- this was beginning of December. Yeah, so we've had we've held on to this for a bit, and because we just, knew the album was coming out, just so happens, <laughs> just so happens that the album is coming out. It's weird how that very works soon. out, right? That's, yes, that's odd. The show just happens around everybody. It's like <laughs> magic. Yeah. Well, it's where we talk about this sometimes. We talk about this quite often. Sometimes we feel like, man, the episode was so long ago, but like the, it's right in time for their album. You get yes. introduced to them. You got to go listen to new music. Yeah. And, you know, that is, if any of you that have ever worked in the corp, corporate America world, like I know everywhere I have ever worked had like a, a framed mission statement on the mm-hmm. wall. And if No Simple Road had a framed mission statement, one of the mission statement bullet points would be introduce the No Simple Road family to new awesome music just yes. so that they can stay happy and feel good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good... That, wow. that's, that is actually what would be on the mission yeah. statement. Yeah, almost going to say it could be a bumper yeah. sticker, but that's too worse. And not too just new music. No, we're gushy but, and unprofessional. Yeah. That's the bumper sticker. That's another thing that we are. We are gushy and unprofessional, but you want to know why? Because... Why? Just, I'm going to tell you why we are gushy and unprofessional. Why, Mel? We get to, uh oh, Aaron's laugh box is going off. He's got the giggles. He's got the giggles. Look, we love turning shit around that people say to us that might not be the best thing or not. And what, what I mean by saying gushing unprofessional, we got that as a, you know, maybe we shouldn't be so gushing unprofessional. A critique, yeah. A loving critique. But it was loving. And the reason why we are that way is because we get to interview these awesome people. And during the course of the conversation, we fall in love with them. We fall in love with their music. We get excited about them. And that's what somebody needs to do in order for for us to spread that excitement to you if we were just like oh yeah that's, that's cool yeah. Yeah, right yeah, on whatever. i can't, I can't no. contain my excitement i can't i'm excited yeah i i love dancing to them i like they were like apple was saying that whole psychedelic aspect of them that is something that is f- so fun to as a music lover to witness an experience well and then also i just think of it like like what what am i supposed to like be aloof <laughs> No. Yeah. Like, no. oh, hey, man, what's no. up? We're not that cool. Oh. We're not going to be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <me>. never mind. <laughs> Whatever. No. <laughs> you, go ahead, Apple. Huh? You were going to say something. I cut you off. 
No, I wouldn't know. I don't think I was. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was just going to go back in, but you know, yeah, this was a really great conversation really with was. these guys. We went quite a while with them. Yeah. This is a little longer episode than usual because we're just having a good talk. Yeah. And you know, back to what Mel was saying, like anybody out there that, that, uh, feels like that, that's cool, man. And I love feels that. Feels like what? That, that we're gushy and unprofessional. That's cool. Of course, it's every, you guys, we're putting ourselves out there. So there's always going to be room for opinion, critique, you know, something we could have done better. And we actually encourage it. But then we, we always going to have a response to it. I yeah, mean, that's but, just fair. So my fair. response to that is I am going to have T-shirts made. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not kidding. Yeah, we, talked we talked about, about this. this. Yeah, yeah. That say gushy and unprofessional, no simple road on it. Cause I fucking love that. I and do love that too. That means that we truly do love the people that we're talking to. We're excited about it. Yeah. And I thank you for that compliment. Yeah. We're excited well, about what we do. And then on a, on a side note, I'm going to set up a page and come visit me there. I'm going to make turtle itchy turtleneck sweaters that say stuffy and professional. Yeah. Oh. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also going to sell his smelly socks. There. That's I'm going to guarantee that's not going to happen, guys. No, no, I <laughs> don't think that'd take off. Uh, uh, Apple making a website, not going to happen. No, that's He'll, true. he'd ask okay. me to do it. I'm busy. It was a silly whim. So, yeah. And well, Aaron. What? How was your week? Let's go into that. How have you been doing this week? It's Friday. You got off early. We've already had Monday mm. through Thursday. How was it? <laughs> it's been a busy week for me. Um, we we, we started got the giggles here. We do. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Ribbit said it. Tom Sammer. I was scatting, dude. Okay. Sorry, Aaron. How was your How was your week? <laughs> okay. First, first, we may need to first stop I, and record. I woke up. No, you know this week was very busy. Um, this week started the first week of two episodes per week for us for a little while. Yeah. For the next like two or three weeks. And so that has meant a lot of editing. And then um, Mel and I were having a discussion earlier in the week uh, regarding the direction of the show. And we've talked to you guys about it. You know what we're talking about. And... Uh, if unless you, this is your first unless show. is your first listen, then you have no idea what I'm talking about, and then you should it's go fine. back and listen. Then you'll know. Um, but yeah, and so we put an intention out into the universe about where we're at, and immediately got an answer in a really big way that I can't share with you yet. And I keep doing this to you guys, but I'm just, sorry, I just drank, guys. Whoever heard that? I I just uh, I keep doing that to you, teasing stuff that I can't tell you yet, but. This one's really cool and, and it made me feel excited, a little afraid, um, seen and, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Validated in a huge fucking way. And, uh, it's a good feeling. Yeah. So we're working on something that involves all of you guys and something interactive for the family that'll help all of our heads. And, um, so that was really cool. Uh, yeah, like I said, a lot of editing and, um, I've been saying on the show that I need somebody to help me with video <gasps> and I'm learning how to edit. It just, it was the weirdest thing, man. I was 
doing stuff on the computer and I just pulled some video into the editing program, just screwing around. And I was like, Oh, this is how you do it. And then I could do it. It was the weirdest fucking thing. Like, yeah, you nailed it. I know how to do this. Your learning curve though. It's not fair because you learn things. So you pick things up so quickly. Quit being smart. Why are you so smart? Uh, It doesn't have anything to do with (laughs) smart. I was was happy for you this morning. I walked by because I was home today and you're like, dude, check this out. You, you posted it and yeah yeah, yeah it's it on our instagram page. yeah yeah it, it's that's a like a big accomplishment for me congratulations thanks man. yeah i've always wanted to know how to do that and i realized that because i use that suite of products to um do the show like i use photoshop i use illustrator i use um audition using premiere was like oh this is just like all the other things mm-hmm. except this is video so it was like no well, big you, deal. And you're you're you ask for help here and there. You're you're really good at what you do when you learn to do it. Just like the video this morning, and it, it it's hard hard to do it the way you like it done. You do you do do a really good job. Is Thanks, what I'm man. trying to say. And yeah. I, when we try, it's like okay, I'll help, but I know you are better at this. Yeah. Well, on that you crush it. On that Thanks, note man. of um, Aaron, he's like, I need somebody to help with like you lighting. know lighting and like the, the video stuff and. I just like, I kept on having this mantra in my head of him saying that. And I'm like, I know I know somebody who, who do we know? Who do we know? Well, I went to work yesterday and one of my coworkers who used to work for uh, TMC, Turner Movie Classics, um, he's got a degree in cinematography and he's retired from that industry right now. But um, we talk about the show occasionally and he was very happy to offer his help in helping us figure out the lighting and come over and to just show us what we can do with the video. And so that the same week, it happened the same week that you reached out and said that out loud and, I just want to recognize that because we've been every time we we say something lately within days happens, happens so quickly. And yeah, what? Why are you laughing I, at I, that? Because I'm just sitting here thinking if anybody out there has like an old DSLR camera that they want to get rid of, man, just let me know. <laughs> hey, remember Hunter? Just yeah, send us what, yeah. you know? But yeah, so. That's awesome, babe. Yeah, so it's been a week of accomplishments and uh, hard work, and we are going into a weekend of uh, it's celebration Valentine's and week. Valentine's weekend and, and fun. And, and rejuvenation. Yeah, so looking forward to that, and um, I'm excited to put the content out that we have over the next few weeks. I'm really, really um, not... Not anxious in a bad way, like excited to hear the um, response from the family. Yeah, we have a lot to offer to you (laughs) listeners out there right now. It's sometimes we, sometimes when we record stuff, it's like I want to put it. We want to put it out like like today. Today, like they need to hear what we just heard. Mm, Yep, but it'll It'll all good things in all good time, man. It'll it'll be it'll be ready to go. How was your week, Mel? My week was great. I had a really great week. I've felt clear 
I got is this. Is that because of Clyor? No, I'm just kidding. A Clyor is fantastic, but no. Um, you want to know what it's from? It's from. Sunset this, Lake CBD. Not that. There's a Define lot of. Define premium cannabis. <laughs> nope, not that either. Was because you were wearing your shop tour bus shirt? Or you were, you were hanging out with Bruno here from Electric Fish Lights? All wow. those contributed, I bet. I don't know how my week was. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> me, 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 and, me and Aaron just. <laughs> How Boom. was your week, Apple? <laughs> it was good. We love you guys. Oh. Thank you for being on the silliness train with us today. How was your week, babe? Sorry, I'll let you. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to tell them how my week was, or should I tell them? She had a fantastic week. Melanie is usually always in a good mood, and this seemed uh, like another one of those weeks. Oh. Sometimes my mood waxes and wanes. No, okay, this was week was nice. really great because we had a really transformative phone call earlier in the week on my days off and that's kind of what Aaron was talking about that we we can't talk about it yet but we interviewed this person earlier in the week or last week and then we had a follow-up conversation and it just um, really has set my tone to thinking bigger thinking more um more than myself, more than just my household, thinking about the worldwide household and earth household. And, um, I've, it's just been on my mind so much. And, um, it's been like transformative personally. So why, why are you looking at me like that? Why what do you, you mean? Can you explain that? Well, I was mentioning to you guys earlier too that we've been having a bunch of synchronicities. We keep saying stuff and then things just happen. We had this conversation, um, I'll just say, with um, Jeff Schmidt, PhD, um, from Saint Disruption. And the conversation that we had, I can't wait. It's like a meal. You guys are going to have to sit down, grab a napkin. It's coming out this this week. Yeah, and, and just sit and enjoy. But like I said, he called us later on in the week and after hanging up with him, I just, my mind just started racing and going to all these different places. Um, we, I feel like no simple road is, um, growing up and we're all growing up with it. Not that it was like, you know, a, uh, immature. Yeah. N- nothing like that. What I mean is like, it's, it's evolving into something bigger and, um, Jeff really was, um, we were talking about the framework of incorporating bigger ideas, bigger thoughts into the show. And so that kind of infused me through the week, just thinking bigger on myself. How can I do things, um, you know, personally bigger, better, and not necessarily like as a, you know, like a task, just like good food for thought yeah with a different perspective that's all yeah and so it's really it put me into a really great um frame of mind and then i had a cute little thing happen at work Mm. um i had this little girl (laughs) (laughs) calling to me hey girl she she was her dad was holding her and she was like hey girl hey girl and you know we've all got masks on and it's kind of loud there's music and so I didn't really hear what she was saying and so I I stopped where I was I was walking and I walked back and she was like I like your mask and then her dad turned to me was like hey are you from that podcast and I was like yeah I am he's like I met your husband so somebody who had met Aaron at the gym um 
somebody who recognized me and his sweet little daughter and hey girl yeah <laughs> hey girl I love that that I'm a grandma and I'm hey girl, hey girl. That is <laughs> um, but I guess I've just been um, more this week I've just felt more um, inspired like personally inspired and I've you mentioned something about like being seen I had gotten my review and it was and I we talked about this last week but like what they said to me was amazing and that's been kind of I've been writing on that also and I was cleaning up the other day and I found an old review from my job <laughs> and it was almost the same Your thing job in Vegas yeah it was almost the same review except it was you know Jesus. different wording because I just ignore it Sasquatch lives in our house <laughs> but it was just different wording based on the wor- the job that I had at the time but it just made me realize that um you know I'm on the right path and what I'm doing is more than enough and that I do have a heart full of love and it's not that these things were in question it was just an affirmation um going forward with all the dialogue that's been happening sounds like a pretty badass week yeah it was very strong it was like a strong spiritual like affirmative week for me mojo what about you apple I, so anyway, Mel, I, I would have to totally like, like Mel's saying, we've been talking about, we have had three weeks now of guests that are talking about, I mean, we've basically been in hibernation for a year. Yeah. Most of the, well, the planet pretty much. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, because we've been focusing and talking, a lot of people have been talking and we've been doing that, focusing on ourselves and home. Well, that's been pretty much straightened up and cleaned out and now all this starts talking about community again yes and giving back and helping other people and we're approaching springtime here soon i mean we're locked in right now into our winter storm which is a nice way to roll out of the winter and get ready for like coming out of the cocoon when spring comes here and all this stuff that's happening and i gotta say every week i love aaron's little secret corner (laughs) every week now you're like i got a secret it happens a lot oh yeah it does happen a lot. It's been happening a lot. Yeah. But that, that, my, as far as my week, I feel the same way. How this started. I, I've been silly this week. This has been kind of a silly week. It's, well, it's weird up here when the weather, when they're predicting snowpocalypse, everybody gets a little in a dither, I guess oh, you'd yeah. say. And it gets you kind of loopy because you don't know. And it actually happened. And it was a snow day, which is always fun. Yeah. Just get a hangout. It's been nice around here. Uh Simon's got his girl visiting. We got friends coming over for a hangout tonight. And it's been a really nice week. And yeah. just it just seems to keep getting better. And the mojo just keeps growing. I think with all of us, all of you out there, and the focus on what's going to be happening coming next. Music coming back, movie theaters opening, things, you know, things are starting to look better. That's... True. So check this out. This made me think. You said things are starting to look better. Um, shout out to H2O to go. My friend Audrey was telling me about these cleaning products from Europe. <laughs> and yeah, they amazing. are like, I was like, okay, I want it to just, you know, here's the money, just get it for me. And so she was like raving about this one special cloth that you can just wipe your windows with, with water and nothing else. And they're streak free and clean. So on my days off, I, if anybody's ever been to the house, any, uh, any people that listen to this show, we have 
I mean, Florida. There's a million windows. There's so many windows. windows in this house. Um, and they're all at Darwin's height for his uh, nose. Exactly. His nose, his drool, like, you know, what all, everything. So I went and I wiped, I did exactly what the, you know, towel said, wrung it out, did it, folded it in fours, wiped in an S motion, then a square around the window. <laughs> <laughs> but... It fucking works. If you've ever listened to the episode with Kate and her mom um, from Mom and Me Astrology, there's an episode that they talk about feng shui and one of the episodes is about windows. And windows are the eyes of the home. And it is important for you during any type of like special thing, um, like full full moons, um, you know, changing of the seasons, anything like that to have your view restored and to have it clean and clear and after I cleaned the windows you guys I am not joking you like it felt like like you kind of wipe those eye boogers yes and like the house I did I saw it in a different way I mean of course I was cleaning I was dusting I was so I mean everything looked great but like seeing the windows that clean in the midst of like like this week and everything it really did just kind of restore my sight and then now with the snow we can get to enjoy the windows but like it was a transformative experience cleaning the windows so and they I are just, they are clean when you pointed it out i've noticed well, because they, nobody was every, saying anything and i'm like every, uh, did you know apple a writer did you know uh, you know I, simon I did you see the windows like, which usually i would be the first to realize when something's clean and but, i would be the last as soon as you yeah. pointed it out i noticed i noticed now everything is crisper like looking out the windows exactly. everything is crisp and like you cleared the looking glass and yes now can see well and so i'll two plugs uh mom and me astrology look up that feng shui episode with the um cleaning the windows it really is amazing the small little things that you can do to with water with water and to just brighten up your mood and shout out to h2o to go that wipe that that fabric whatever it's made i'm excited to try it after now you've added to it of what you told me yesterday you were so excited it's like when we get me and Mel get excited about cleaning, Hell I know yeah. where they got it. I know where it came from. Me the too. Cloth. No, the cloth came from down alien spacecraft. Oh my god, it did. What type? That's awesome. where it came from. Wait, well, you know what? I'm going to add. A, I'm going to add a third plug for her. <clears throat> when Audrey gets excited about something, it's worthy of getting oh, excited yeah. about. Mm-hmm. That girl doesn't get excited. No, unless Audrey it's cool. is. You know, she's she's fantastic to represent products because she does her research she talks she raves about it if she loves it and she ignores it if she doesn't and she'll let you know if it sucks <laughs> yeah and she does she gives feedback honest feedback audrey is one of those people that gave us feedback and she'd be a great like product like what do you like she people is? that try out products for companies oh, yes and are like uh this is cool but this is what you need to do yeah, yep. she, she's fantastic about that so shout out to all those things that i just said well yeah. thanks for doing that because it really did make the house brighter in a lot of different ways. And, and we're looking out the windows a lot this week. That's what I'm saying. It was right in time, right for, in the time snow. for the snow. Again, so mm-hmm. tell you what, let's do the business and get yeah. them to Hardy Har. The business. Yeah. All right. So check it out, you guys. Here's what you're going to do. If you're listening to the show, whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, make sure you're subscribed. And then after you subscribe, do us a solid, man. Go over and leave us a review, five stars, type a little something in there, and then we can read it on the show. It makes us happy. And then the algorithm in those weird platforms decides to make us relevant to people that are cool, just like you. So check that out. 
you can let yourself be heard without saying anything just by moving your fingers by leaving a review. And That's it makes us really big. excited. It, it does, does make us excited. And if we're you, not excited this week though, because there wasn't one. <laughs> no, me and Melanie, you guys <laughs> behind the scenes, Aaron was just saying that me and Melanie, she knew that uh, we and her both reached for our phones to excitedly look for a new review to read. And it is still exciting to yeah. find out if we have one or not. Totally. But yeah. So go do that for us. If you would be so kind. Also, if you believe in the message and the worthy cause of No Simple Road and the community that we're building and you are in a position to help us financially, we could use it. Uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. You can give as little as a dollar a month all the way up to a million dollars a month and you feel good about yourself. Yeah. And you'd be helping No Simple Road and helping us keep the lights on over here. And helping us... Find out about more awesome stuff and bring it to you guys in the way that we think you like because you keep coming back. And then if you dig it, go to www.nosimpleroad.com. Check out all the stuff over there. All the back episodes are there. Newest episodes are up. Um, We've got a great website. Check it out, guys, if you haven't in a while. Go get yourself some No Simple Road merch. Um, I don't know. What else? Am I missing anything? Oh, check this out. The phone line? Check this out, though. Okay. Osiris Media. Just came out with a new podcast called Undermine. Oh, and that's it's the right. three fish podcasts in one. Blended. And they're taking a trip through all the early years of fish from the perspective of the people that were actually there when all that stuff happened. They just put out their second episode. And um, it's super cool what's happening over at Osiris, man. Yeah. And go check out all the other podcasts, the uh, Past, Present, Future Live, and uh, you know all the other ones that are over there. You guys, there are so many good podcasts on Osiris. And... Osiris Media is making big moves, man. So stay tuned. There's going to be some good, good stuff happening. Also, one other thing I want to tell you about, our friend Preston Light, who we hung out with at Dick's last year. And his mom. Was that last year? No. No. That was in 2019. Wow. Okay. Who we hung out with. 2020 is just like off the table. He started a new podcast. He has an episode out and it's called the Broken Lighthouse Podcast. And oh, yeah. I listened to about two thirds of it today. Jay Aiken. Yeah, with yeah. Jay Aiken. And it's really, really cool. Preston has a great voice. Um, yes, he's he a very personable. Yeah. And he's guy. such a sweetheart of yes. a human being. And you know what, man? He's one of those people that just makes you smile. A dude has, has interview chops, he's good. So go check it out. It's called the Broken Lighthouse Podcast. That's not part of Osiris Media, but you should go check it out. So yeah, I um, I think that's it. I think we're done with the business. Yeah. What do you think? That was you the business. Give them oh, the hotline te- yeah, number? the tepid line. Oh yeah. Oh, Don't. not hotline. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, tepid line. Tepid. tepid. I forgot. I Nine forgot where I was at. <laughs> area code nine seven one eight zero eight fifteen twenty four. That number again is nine seven one eight zero eight fifteen twenty four. Operator standing by. What oh. you could do is you could call in and give us. I don't know. A recipe. Well, you know, how about this? If you're listening for the first time because you're a Hardy Har fan, leave us an, a review on the Tepid Line. On the tepid Say, line, yeah. hey, that was awesome. I love them more. I love you guys. This is great. Blah, and that's really blah, easy blah, to blah. do. Call a phone number and you just talk. Yeah. We all thought, how talk. you do that, Apple? Like, like, I get the not writing thing. I'm a person that doesn't like to write a lot. Don't give them an excuse reviews. not to leave a review. You just, this, you can just talk. We well, all love true. to talk. So, what? yeah. Yeah, do it, guys. 971-808-1524. That's the tepid line. And uh, we're going to get you to the interview. So check this out. 
without further ado, No Simple Rule gives you Hardy Hard. There we go. Well, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Um, I have a whole room full of people. <laughs> There's a couple other people here. I'll let them introduce themselves to you. Uh, hi, Tyler. I'm hi. Mel. I'm a co-host of No Simple Road, and we have one more. And then I'm Apple, and I am the other co-host of the show. Aaron is our host. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us, Cody. <laughs> yeah, good uh, friend that, that's sitting in. But Shane. That, oh, awesome. Shane, you're here too. Fantastic. That answers my question. Hey now, is this going to say, do we hey. have just Tyler? Yeah. But we have Tyler and Shane. Yeah, welcome. welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're stoked to have you guys on the show. Um. <clears throat> Before we get started, my habit is to just start blathering away and not have the guest introduce themselves. And then like 40 <laughs> minutes into the interview, 
I'm like, oh shit, we never told anybody who we were talking to. So I'm not going to do that with you guys. Um, would you please introduce yourselves to our illustrious listeners? I'm uh, Shane Fogarty. And I'm Tyler Fogarty. And you guys are from Hardy Har. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was like a bunch of cars whizzing by, so it's kind of uh, all good, all good. Um, you guys can hear okay other than that, though? Like, no echoes or anything like that? Not yeah, for me. Good, on my own. good. Yeah. All right, cool. Hang on one sec. I'm going to turn you up just a little bit. Everybody hear them okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I got to say that the work that you've put out so far, I know you got an album coming out in February. Um, we were just sitting on our porch watching the two music videos <laughs> and, uh, right. wow, man. I mean, for not having put the album out yet and having those two videos already completed is pretty astounding. So can you tell us a little bit about the new album and what's going on there? Yeah. So, um, this album Radio Astro is the name and me and Shane have been recording it over we finished probably I think in June but it's kind of our first album where we recorded everything um, ourselves and mixed it all ourselves oh, and kind of just like our first album that we really feel uh, proud of and that's very us because um, just having having it all in your own hands I think that's really important for us because we had so many ideas before making this album, but, you know, we'd always, we'd go to a studio and, you know, it wouldn't really be up to what we wanted. But, um, so yeah, we started this back in like 2016, um, with the song, a song can't keep waiting. And that was kind of our first, um, recording that it's on the album, but it was definitely like the hardest one to do because we didn't really know, how to use the studio ourselves yet, but, um, you know, it ended up being a wonderful process. And I think you, if you like those first two songs, every other song, I think you will enjoy too. Cause <laughs> they're equally <laughs> as layered as those. <laughs> it, it's astounding to me, man, that like you guys went from the ground up in recording this. So, in 2016, you said you had no idea what you were doing with the recording equipment. Like you just teach yourself. I mean, we kind of like picked up a couple little things, but we never, it was never like, okay, here's a studio. Here's like the microphones and it's like up to you. You know, like we had been in a studio and kind of paid attention a little bit. Like what sounds like what, um, but I think it was, you know, when it's totally up to you, it, it's like, it's a little daunting, but you kind of get the swing of it and like develop your own sonic thing too, um, after a while. Yeah. And we had, we had recorded ourselves before, you know, at home in the garage doing like demos and stuff, but nothing like serious, like, oh, we're trying to make this sound good and actually be, you know, stand on its own. So I think that was a big thing for us, like going into our own studio and being, okay, this is, we want 
record ourselves and mix ourselves, but we also want it to sound what we want it to sound like good. And hopefully other people will think the same. Definitely. It definitely sounds good, man. I, I, it's, uh, it's got a lot of texture. There's a lot of texture there. It's, uh, it's the, at least the one we were just listening to. What was, what well, was to, well, to, to me, it's well, the boogeyman. Yeah. It, it, it's very interesting. And I'm going to lead to a question here in a second. I, I love the feel of it. It is yeah. definitely very totally. psychedelia. Kind of takes you on a journey. It's got that kind of creeping up on you feel and sound to it. It, it reminds me of, it, it reminds me of one of the bands I said, it kind of reminds me who I love is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards. <laughs> I don't know if you oh, guys yeah. are familiar with that. That that They're kind. Great. Of, oh man, you guys have a sound, and then the video, the visual art that's put to it is just amazing. And as I kind of do the research for the show, I'm usually the one that's like looking up everything. You get the only my only problem is you guys don't have a lot of there's there wasn't much to find out as far as music. I can't wait to hear the whole album and continue to see what you guys do with it. So I was going to ask what are your influences going into this? Cause it is a very unique sound. Yeah. Um, so we both like love the sixties just as a whole. Um, and then a lot of like soul music and like, we like some reggae too. And, um, kind of like all the Ennio Morricone, like Western stuff. Um, we actually yeah. we have an instrumental kind of epic <laughs> on the album. It's kind of Western with synthesizers and kind of orchestral, like some of those Italian film scores. Like a spaghetti Western? Um, yeah. yeah. Like a space spaghetti Western. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fun. Um, yeah, anything, anything with like experimental kind of sounds, you know, yeah. not just straight up rock band. Um, General psychedelia. Yeah. So this, <clears throat> this isn't your first band though. You guys have played in other projects, right? Yeah. We played, so we had this band, we've been in this band since 2012, but you know, we were a lot younger and we had other musicians and like kind of went through the whole uh, morphing process into like, you know, figuring out what we really like. So it's kind of phase two, I guess, or phase one, depending on how you look yeah. at this man. <laughs> so, I mean, growing up in the family that you guys are growing up in, was there, I don't know, I don't want to say pressure, but expectation, I guess is a better word, to, to be musicians? Uh, Definitely not. No. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, there there never was like a pressure on us to be a musician, um, or like to be a doctor or anything. We were we were kind of encouraged just to follow our passion. And for a while, we thought we were going to be professional skateboarders, <laughs> <laughs> just because we loved to skate all yeah. the time and didn't want to do anything else. Um. But yeah, we we never had that like fatherly like uh, yeah pressure coming from our dad, which was really nice and really cool. And when we wanted to, you know, approach his world and ask him stuff about music, it was you know like opening a little 
treasure chest and he would, you know, he would be receptive, but he wasn't like, he, he really kept, keeps his, uh, hands out of our music stuff and doesn't try to, uh, put his own, oh, it should sound like this. Oh, it should be this. This, you guys should be doing this. Um, he's been really good and about that and not being overbearing. That's that's hard as a well, dad. I know that's a great environment to <laughs> be in and to allow your creativity yeah. so you don't have to like hide anything or try to be like something. You can just like be free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he kind of had a way to of like not um praising anything unless it was like really yeah. good. So it was okay. kind of like this subtle like you knew if that was yeah. Good. <laughs> He'd just be like, ah, oh. like, oh, oh man, shit. he didn't say anything. <laughs> but if he or, said, yeah, when, like, even the littlest bit of praise, that means, you know, he thought it was good. So I think that yeah. helps too. Wow. I wonder where that technique came from. Up, like, <laughs> I don't know, but my wife learned the same one. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> she says, uh, like, she likes the song I play. It's the greatest feeling in the world because it, you know it's true. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, taking taking up the the mantle of being musicians and and doing that thing is it's. I mean, you guys have obviously grown up in the world and seen that it's not the easiest thing to do, man. And, and you know, it, there's got to be a, a drive and a passion behind that. Like, do you individually, you, do you guys remember a time when like, you're like, that's, that's what I'm going to do. That that's the shit right there. Yeah, I think like in high school, um, just like you start getting really into music and you get on the whole discovery thing. Um, it was like before Spotify or any streaming. So you're on YouTube, you know, and then you're like, like, oh, I like this band. And then you're looking it up and then you find so many bands. And just like, you're like, oh my God, like there's so much music out there. Um, and, you, you know, then we formed like a little band in high school and, you know, learn how to play together. Um, and I think, yeah, it's like you keep, like, we've just been obsessed, you know, especially listening to music and just discovering sound. Um, and I think the real change happened when we started recording because it was, you know, the illusion of like, oh, well, I can just be good at my instrument and kind of have an idea of like how the, it should sound kind of went away because like nobody else is really going to do it for you, especially now, you know, it's like you really have to take the reins and figure it out on your own because nobody else will. And, you know, I think it's a little different now than like back in the day where there would be a plethora of producers that were, you know, wanting to make you sound good and we're good. I, I don't know. It's kind of it's a little daunting um, for somebody that doesn't do it for themselves because i don't know how you would trust really anybody now yeah it's like go ahead apple i was gonna say yeah that would be a try yeah there used to be there a lot more producers and like directing like hey i'm here i can play tell me what to do shine it up make it sound good now which is kind of cool now like like you guys are doing it's it's all on you (laughs) so yeah yeah i I think that comes through and just the sound and overall tone of it Cause people have like, people have their 
things they stick to in the studio. And once you figure out a formula that works, I feel like yeah, big name producers and whatever. Oh, just do this and assemble these people, and it's going to be great. Which yeah, which can work and can be good still, but I think it's a little more interesting when it's all home brewed. Yeah, and I mean, with a with a producer like that, you're taking your talent and your creativity and your ideas and kind of putting them in someone else's care and and like you said trusting them that they are going to yeah. make that thing shine but then you're at the whim of their uh the way they like shit and it it does it changes the outcome of the final product and I, I, I wonder with you guys, like you, you say, you've been at this since 2016. Like, is it one of those things that like, you don't, you don't know when it's done. Like you, you just want to continually keep fucking with it and, and tweaking it and changing it. Or is there a point where it's like, okay, this, this is finished. I think, yeah, especially with the first song, because we didn't really know you know, and I hadn't really mixed a lot of stuff. So I'm like, oh, let's just keep processing everything. Keep doing this, keep mm-hmm. doing that. And then we kind of learned like, oh, shit, okay, I'm actually fucking it up. So let's go back <laughs> right. like a couple couple weeks and then simplify it. Um, and then I think after really that song, all the next ones just came really fast. It was kind of like, the initial mountain that you have to climb and then you can see over the hill and it's just a lot clearer and a lot more enjoyable and mm-hmm. like more spacious, you know, like right. it's not as daunt, like mysterious of a process, I guess. Yeah. You pulled the curtain back finally. I, I think, yeah. And there's like a big, a big thing of, yeah, doing yourself, doing everything yourself and just like knowing when to say it's done. That's really hard. And it, for, I feel like for some songs, like I could always like, like there's a, there's a song on the album that I wanted to re-sing all the vocals like before we had, were turning in the album. And it's like, we couldn't find the missing files to open the session. So I was like, ah, fuck it, it's done. Oh shit. <laughs> and it's, I, I think there's definitely a little bit of that on, uh, yeah, with, with it, but we, you got to recognize it, I think. And, uh, yeah, one. I think you can take away the magic of something too if mm. you're just constantly going back over it and back over it. There's an initial spark and like idea or whatever that you have on, and you put on a recording on a song. And yeah, once you keep piling stuff on there or taking things away, and just like, whoa, what is that anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I, I, I'm an artist. I draw, yeah. and uh, like. I'll get to a certain point with a drawing and continually just keep adding a little bit and a little bit. And it's, it is, it really is knowing I've ruined a lot of shit. (laughs) Fucking, you know, (laughs) continually just going back and hitting it over and over again. And and that's a skill, man. That's a, that's a talent to know when the thing that you're creating and that you're passionate about is done to the point where it's shining. That's that, that takes, Definitely. yeah, it, it, I, well, for an artist, it's an eye and for like a musician, a it's an ear. yeah, it's like a muscle totally. And it, it's, a uh, it's scary too, because 
when you're doing it DIY, there's nobody to tell you to stop. Yeah, you guys are letting us in on your learning process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. But there's no there's nobody there to tell you to stop and and like you said it's a muscle that you that you're developing or have developed. And when you're putting it together and writing the album, is there like you said you you come over the hill and you could see more clear. Is there a story with this or is this like individual songs that stand alone? Uh, I feel like, you know, the, we named the album after the studio and my kind of idea, like once you see the cover art, it's kind of like the whole thing is like about like tuning yourself to the like cosmic way and just listening for, you know, beautiful melodies and, um, good music and just kind of being aware and I think the whole time of making it we were just like we were learning and also like striving to like do something really great um so yeah it's kind of kind of about like and there's a lot of different styles on the album you know it's not just like psychedelic rock like there's just there's soul there's spaghetti western so I think it's supposed to just to be about like the search for um you know, like frequencies or something. Well, yeah. It, I, Apple just handed me his phone and I'm looking at the art right now. I mean, the little explorations. Yeah. The, the crystals vibrating with the colors of the rainbow and, and the frequencies coming out of the broadcast. I, I see, <laughs> I see exactly what you're talking about, man. That's who's responsible for the art. Tyler. Uh, I made, yeah, I've been making all the, the single art and wow. the covers and stuff. So wait, you play and, and you do we the had art? some help. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, mostly we had a, a tiny bit of help on the album. Um, this guy kind of he we it was almost completed, but then he I did, couldn't figure out how to get like a good radio tower on there, so he added that with the kind of uh, rippling. And that, yeah, I, I thought about the rippling to go out around it, and yeah, he he kind of. And he put the radio astro on there because they're like, it's got to say radio astro. Yeah. So in in creating this, you know, you, I, I love what you said about like finding that cosmic frequency. And I, I think that's something that is <laughs> quite frankly missing right now in, in the space and time that we find ourselves in, man. Like, this this 2020 shit has been no joke and uh that yeah that frequency has been basically the only thing that's gotten us through this whole thing and um but i'm curious with putting out music right now like there's no way for you guys to play shows and <laughs> you, you got this album so how has that changed the game for you guys in, in how you're approaching the release of this and what you're doing to promote it and whatnot? Um, I mean, it's, it's interesting because right in, we were supposed to go to South by Southwest um, <clears throat> back in March, I guess. And that was all in anticipation of the album. And like, we've really only played in Los Angeles at like small places. Um, 
and that kind of why we started recording too grew out of that where like we don't want to just keep playing you know the same venues yeah um, even though we did a great job we're just like let's just focus on recording and making good music so it's kind of funny now that like we've been kind of robbed of uh of the opportunity but it's okay because we're just used to recording a lot you know we love being in the studio but yeah, yeah we hope that we can get out there because we also love playing live well yeah i mean go ahead Al. well i was just gonna say the, the live stuff i mean that's why obviously you guys and we're all about is seeing the live and <clears throat> looking at, i love youtube watching the video your guys is what at the radio man 56 I noticed that one. That's like the opening track yeah. on the new album coming out, but that's obviously one you guys have been playing for years because you did the jam in the van like several years ago. Yeah, that tune is rock. I love the jam in the van thing. There's something about that environment that those guys create when they pack you in that sardine can and make you jam. <laughs> that 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 was an awesome performance. Jam in the can. <laughs> Thank you. That was, yeah, it was a chaotic day. <laughs> yeah, we did. It was three songs, all one take within yeah, like all, <laughs> twenty minutes. <laughs> I see those like uh, they call them. Shit, I can't remember what they call them. Um, I think they call them joint sessions or something like that. Oh yeah, and and they're, and they're getting the the artists completely baked before they play, and then asking them all these questions afterwards. And and we interviewed those guys on the podcast and it was one of the most chaotic interviews. Was it? We, yeah, it was nuts. Those guys were, it was definitely a weird interview. Yeah. I say that. <laughs> so I can't even imagine being in that can doing that. Well, they were so funny when we talked to them, we thought that the, we were picturing because you really only see kind of the inside when you guys are jamming and then they're talking about like, man, yeah. the motorhome barely made it to where we were going. The wheel fell off the axle. And we're like, holy shit. We thought that, you know, and then they laughed about it too. They're like, we're just dudes trying to, you know, do our thing. We don't got a lot of money. We don't have a, you know, bitching coach or anything. They're holding it together with duct tape and bailing wire and giving fans a, little bit a of platform. Love. Yeah, it was, it was definitely when we played that, it was a party on set. Like there was like eight bands there and there's Lagunitas free beer and people smoking doobies and et cetera, et cetera. Right. <laughs> and by the end of the day, and the thing is by the end of the day, we were like one of the last people to play. So it's like the engineers partaking and everybody's having fun. It's somebody's birthday. And we're all nervous. We're all, we're all like pretty straight in there, like ready to, you know, just to see if we got to do a good job because we've never done this before. But <laughs> it was fun. That's funny. So you guys are on towards the end. I mean, everybody is well seasoned. Well oiled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, like Apple was saying, the, the live thing is, is, is so important. And for a band that's just coming out and putting out an album, like, like you said, you don't want to keep playing the same venues. Cause that's, you want to build a fan base. You don't want to be playing in front of the same people over and over again. You want to see new faces. You want new people to hear you. You want to get out there and, and move a little bit. <clears throat> have, have you guys been moving into the streaming thing at all? Or is that something that you're looking towards doing? 
Hardy Har was yeah. killing it. Hardy Har Har. Yeah. Dang, my dogs are tired. Woof woof. You know what you should do when you have tired dogs? What? You should go to Define Premium Cannabis. One in Hillsboro and one in Forest Grove. That's right. So they got you covered all over the Hillsboro and Forest Grove area and Portland. And you know what? What? They what? have the best cannabis Premium. products in the world. We do. <laughs> in the world. That's a we do. mighty high claim. <laughs> well, okay. I say that, but I say that tongue in cheek, but I'm going to tell you something. I've tried a lot of cannabis products in my life and I know after being here in Oregon and getting the stuff from Define Premium Cannabis, when we go other places and get cannabis products there, it is not They're the not same. as good. That <laughs> is very true. I it have has visited other weed. Yes, I have visited our daughter in California and back in Vegas and all this and their weed game is nothing close to what Define Premium Cannabis does. And they have Everything yeah, and everything that's, that's current and everything that's popular and everything that's good. That's why I like Define because you can get everything like, oh, I saw it in, you know, High Times or I saw it in this. Apple's almost Apple's 97% going to have it. And the only time he won't have it is if we can't carry it in the state. And I got to I got to give all the first of all, all the credit to Oregon just crushes it yeah. with the, what their grows, what the products are available here. But if you want to check these products out. Come visit us out in Hillsboro, Forest Grove. If you come in, make sure you tell people that you listen to No Simple Road. Yeah. You will get a 10% discount. You will get a free t-shirt. You will be treated like royalty. And if you come, come into the, the Hillsboro location Monday through Friday, Apple will walk out of the back dressed like me. And he'll walk over to you and introduce himself. Okay, and he'll, that, say, wow, that he'll was, say, hey, let me hook you up with the best premium cannabis product possible and then he's going to do that and you're going to go home and you're going to be really happy and you're going to feel great and your mind's going to feel good and your body's going to feel good and you're going to be like damn i'm glad i listened to no simple road and i went to define premium cannabis and they made me feel good and what I, else though? and i told him that i listened to no simple road i got 10 percent off in the free t-shirt i'm hooked up and you know what else no after you smoke that cannabis or take that bath or whatever the thing is that you got from define premium cannabis you gonna I know go it'd be to, really cool go to mood electric fish lights.com <laughs> or at electric fish lights on instagram and check out what they're doing over there <sighs> these lights were made for altered states of consciousness yeah but wait, i want to know if you've ever listened to hardy har out of a bowling ball that you got at electric fish lights nope. <laughs> we didn't we didn't we might though but you could you could, totally you totally can. could a bowling ball uh, yeah. Hey, babe, tell me about that IQ technology that these lights what? are made from. Mel, check this out. IQ stands for interlocking quadrilateral. Did you know that? I didn't. It's a system made of 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And when you add more pieces, the shapes are endless. Loose, loose, loose. They go on forever. Have you design it, they build it, choose your shape, size, and colors. All lamps come fully assembled and are ready to be plugged in when they get to your house, domicile, home, cardboard box, apartment new car old car or wherever you have it delivered and do you want to know what else what my electric fish light is so cute it feels like someone's in the room with me a cute little sloth <laughs> hanging so from the top of my bookshelf you singing do have the cutest me. one mm-hmm. and Mel does have the cutest it really one. is one of the i think it's the cutest one they've ever he's made he's doing gian mudra yeah he's um sitting and he's meditating or it's yeah it's it's a bruno and um, it's just such a little sweetheart. So it's like a little company, too. <laughs> and did you know your little company sloth is made of upcycled vinyl, like milk jug plastic? He came with a 12-foot cord, a yes, 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on LED light bulb, and a hardware kit to hang him up with? And 
Did he it come with a special came with an upgrade. Bulb? He, he came he with did. an upgrade. You can get a color-changing upgrade to your bulb. You can also get a color-changing Bluetooth speaker light upgrade, which is like taking your light to the next level. You, next level. You boring people out there that just walk into a room and just turn on any old boring light. No. That's over. Go to Electric Fish Lights Add and some spice. put in the promo code NSR when you check out. You're going to get 10% off. And any NSR family member that orders a light with the color changing upgrade is going to get a limited edition special promotional No Simple Road print. And I said that without fucking it up. And I'm proud of myself. You guys, that- this print is beautiful. <laughs> like, I'm looking at it right now. And order the upgrade because you're going to get two special things. The upgrade is dope, super fun, and amazing addition to the light. Then you have this fantastic poster, which was drawn by Aaron over here, and then also put collaborated. By John. Put yeah, by John. So this is beautiful. It's fun. It's artsy. Get yourself some. Yeah, go to electric. Get yourself some. Go yeah, to I say I don't want to say one. Dot com or at <laughs> no. electric fish lights on Instagram and get yourself enlightened, man. And then what? Let's get back to the episode because set it. break is. Ooh. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of lights, they're going down. Going down. It's getting dark. Here we go. Yeah, so we we um, did, filmed one about a month ago. That was like a four song set um, that like we engineered too. And it, I finished the mixes a while back and it sounds really good. We're just trying to figure out the video aspect. Um I feel like because we, we want to do it like really well the first time mm. and then maybe later it can be a little more casual, but it's almost like an in-studio session with us, you know, or me at the reins of the control. So it sounds like, you know, how we would want live. But then I'm definitely, yeah, I think we could definitely do more consistent um, kind of live stuff, not as produced, I guess, or more spur of the moment. It sounds fun. Well, I, I get what you mean, though. Like <clears throat> the first one that you do, you want it to be polished because it's that whole like you never get a second chance to make a first impression kind of a thing. You want it. Yeah. You want to you want to yeah. come out the gate hot. Well, but if you come out the gate hot a second time around, you people will still listen. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. I think a little bit of it, too, is the like before the album's out, I don't know how many songs do you want to, I guess, play before people know it, know the recorded uh, version? I don't know. That's kind of a weird thing to me. I, like, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it, but I don't know if that's like a, yeah, taboo or something. Like you're playing your whole album before it's out. Oh. I don't, know. Huh. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I, well, got, that, we're in a different time. No there is there's, no rules, yeah, Cody. There, you're right. There's no rules. But it is kind of strange that we're in different times. So maybe like adapt to the time and do what, you know, do you think is makes sense? Whatever you feel like, I guess. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because then how will anybody ever hear it? Well, the album's going to come out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, but, well, yeah, the album will be out. <laughs> yeah. But but playing it, playing it before is like. It's spoiling the surprise. It's like opening your Christmas presents before Christmas kind of a thing. I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. in in creating those amazing videos, who's responsible for that? Is that you guys too? Because if it is, I'm going to hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was our, so it was our friend um, that we had just met. He reached out to us a couple of years ago on Facebook. 
And at first we didn't respond, but then about a year later, um, his name's Justin, Luke <laughs> Williams, and we kind of, we just collaborated and like we had some ideas and just kind of brainstormed together um, about kind of what we wanted to see and like certain little things, like little funny things. And then he really took just, you know, thoughts and made it into a reality. Um, like a really great yeah. with him. And yeah, we're actually doing another one next week, next Thursday, which we're pretty excited about with Justin. And then yeah, we have we have another video that we filmed with him. That that'll come out later. I think after the album's out. So, for people that haven't seen it, and they're listening to the show right now, right? Can you tell them what the the video is about for Boogeyman? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that song is kind of about, like, a mystical character. Um, I, I guess the root of it would be, you know, like a shaman that is, like, invoking the spirit within you, um, you know, to just, like, feel the music, you know, like, get into getting down. And, like, but it's also kind of about, like, it's mysterious. It's like haunting, mm-hmm. but it's not like a bad haunt. It's just <laughs> kind of otherworldly. And um, I kind of, you know, I was trying to make the parallel of like, not just like, you know, a shaman, but like somebody maybe in a club at night, like playing music or a band that's like totally bewitching you or uh, uh, possessing you, kind of. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of with the butterflies, you know, it's like leading into his brain. It's kind of like, scary but it's almost just like a curious uh like in awe of something that you don't really understand but it has the power to it wow Mm. that there's a big difference between terrifying and mysterious death by astonishment yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) totally and it, it the song feels like that like if that was the the mission in putting that one out, like you nailed it. It pulls you in too. Yeah. What was the first one we listened to today? That one you played outside. Well, that's a, the first one is scream and shout <clears throat> with the girl. Like a, that, that that's a heavy, cool video too. <laughs> well, the second that came on the groove, I was like, I, I like, I like this. Mm-hmm. These guys. This is uh, I'm into this. I knew right away. There's music that does that, and that groove nice. was like, boom. Yeah, groove, groove is important. Man, yes. I was like, wherever this is going, I want to go on. I'm going with ride. you. Yeah. I don't know where we're going, man, but I'm going with you. Yeah, I'll gas money. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fall in. So, you know, you talk about the mystical experience and, and like, maybe not necessarily a shaman, but a band that's pulling you in and possessing you and, I mean, on a not so literal level, I think everybody in this room has had that experience at one time or another. And I can remember several shows that stand out in my mind of bands that I saw where that happened. Do you do you guys have memory of any bands that you've seen where that thing has gone down that sticks in your mind? Yeah. Um, being a young 
young guy at I think I was like 15 or 16 or and it was one of the first concerts I'd been to this band Akron family I think it was like <laughs> oh yeah I know who they are yeah, yeah back they have that crazy live shows yeah and it was they oh, yeah. had such a way of going from like very delicate to extreme noise but like with really good melodies and they got the whole crowd in on it um and it was just like you know building and building and building and i was just like totally amazed and then a friend of mine at the time like jumped on stage and grabbed like uh like this this big horn like uh i can't it's like a conch conch horn and he just blew the horn like at the climax of this (laughs) what the hell and it just like it just had a huge impact on me I was like, man, that's that's you can do that. That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. Oh wow, man. Our, yeah. Our the opening band for Akron. I don't know if it was the same Akron family show, but I remember one of the shows we went to. The opening band or duo or whatever were they were sitting in the middle of the floor where the audience stood with a bunch of like stones and stuff, and there was like this ambient like noise music going on they, they were just all sitting in a circle it was the weirdest thing but that that was before akron family and i think Calvin rain oh, played yeah. too oh yeah thing. those guys are just amazing. A crazy yeah, yeah that, it was a really fun show and just yeah insane to see when you're like not even 18 yet and like just like what is going on <laughs> i would think but, uh, i saw sam and paula a while ago and that was probably my at the Fillmore in 2011, I think. Um, or no, 2013. It was just after, I think, they released Lonerism. And that was mind-blowing for me, just the laser show and being in a really packed room in San Francisco. And it just one of the, one of the best concerts I've seen, definitely. Wow. You're not the first person I've heard say that about Tame Impala. My, uh, my son-in-law is drummer for a band down in LA called Swim. Have you heard of them? Yeah. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. I've heard that name. Yeah. He's our, he's our son-in-law and uh, he, I wasn't really too, too hip on them. And he was like, dude, you need to check these guys out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I started listening. I was like, Oh my God, how did I miss this? And he came up here. He kind of broke it down. Cause I was the same kind of broke it down. It was like, this is what you need to listen. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like, Whoa. Yeah. You're not the first person I I've, I've heard say that. And I think, yeah, the live aspect of their show is incredible. Just everything sounds amazing and it just hits you and the lights and it's just great. And it's psychedelic and heavy fuzz guitars. Like, come on. Yeah, radio Radiohead was like that too. That I can equate that to uh-huh. to a Radiohead show. Like that shit I, I didn't yeah, I had no idea what I was walking into when I went I thought I was going to a concert. We didn't know Tom, <laughs> Tom York was a shaman yeah, until I had no we saw idea. him live. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know yeah, that's a hell of a show too. That's a that's a huge deal for for the music fan. Like those those shows that we're talking about are life altering. Mm-hmm. Like they can completely change the course of somebody's entire life path. And like you like you guys, like us, like a million other people. And I've always tripped out on how that is from the musician's perspective 
that's doing it. And, and there's levels, right? There's levels to everything. Like playing in a club, that same thing can happen, but not on as big of a scale. But I've always wondered, like, as a musician, do you feel a responsibility to the people that are listening to you play to make that thing happen? Or I shouldn't say make to allow that thing to happen. Or is that something that's even in the front of your mind when you going out to play? Uh, yeah, I think especially since like I've started performing, it's just like you don't want like I really don't want to feel like I'm not giving it my all. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like if you're up there, you got to do something like really good and give it your all. Because like for me, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody on stage and it's just like the total bore and mm-hmm. um, they're just missing the opportunity. You know, I feel like if you're up there you got, you got the light, like you can do whatever you want. So try at least, you know, you're pointed towards something really great, you know? Yeah. 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 I think there's a, there's a certain energy you can, you can hone, tune into, I think when you're playing just between the audience and the band on stage. And if you, yeah, if you really hone into that, I think there's just nothing like it Mm -hmm. and you can captivate. No. Hey, this is Cody. I want to ask you a question. Is there a moment that you, for each of you, when you you realize that's happening, is there is there something that keys it off to you that like, oh, hey, we're there, or you know, that all of a sudden happened? What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Hmm. It's, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to, when you're playing and you're really into it, it's hard to fully take notice, at least in like the middle of a song, you know? It's like, I feel like he kind of, yeah. of breathes by, like he enters some weird out of time, out of body <laughs> experience. Um, yeah. I think there are moments too, like just instrumental moments or times when you just like, meet look at someone after you did something really sick or filled or whatever something locked and it's just really cool and you hadn't done that and you look at each other it's like oh yeah <laughs> it's something like that happens when you're kind of going a little bit outside the, the norm going a little a little bit of improvisation or something like doing doing something a little different and it's like ooh, it's spicy yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh shit! And the reason what? I ask is I start dancing, and then I realize I'm dancing while I'm playing, <laughs> and that's how I know like I've I've hit that point for myself, you know, like it. Uh, oh hey, I'm I'm in that groove. My feet are moving. Yeah, my feet are moving. I'm like all right, <laughs> apparently my brain's liking this. This is good. So <laughs> there is nothing like that though, man. There there is no feeling on the planet from from our point of view, like. When that thing locks in and it's happening, I don't even think as, as a, a person in the audience, we know when that's really going down. I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be moving and feeling the groove. And then 
all of a sudden the song's over and I realize that it was happening. It's like, Oh shit. <laughs> and, it, and it's those times when, when I catch myself and, and I'm like, Oh, we're in it. And then it stops. It's like when you're meditating and you're like, Oh, I'm meditating. God damn it. No, I'm not like now it's gone. I, I, yeah. There's, there's no yeah, exactly. feeling like that, man. It, there's, uh, that, well, those moments are the bet we've all seen the, I mean, it always comes to mind like being at like uh, dead, dead shows or something when the whole, when you see it on the band's face, when you see them looking at each other, kind of mouth open, like, holy shit. And then you look in the crowd and everybody's looking at each other like, holy shit. <laughs> We're all in the middle of yeah. this. And there's magic up. afoot. Yeah, there's there's no feeling oh, yeah. like that. So yeah. the album comes out when? February 19th. Okay. And and obviously there's there's nothing... No shows planned, at at least for the foreseeable future, right? Right. Not not right now, but there's another song and video for that song on January 15th. So that'll be another little teaser before the album comes out. Oh, oh cool. It's two things to look forward to I can add to my list. Yeah, to your short. list of things to, to look forward to. Yeah, mine too. I have three things woo, woo. Yeah, well, I was just kind of curious too. I mean, because obviously, like the thing that's hanging over, you know, this twenty twenty and all the Fucking lockdown. Man. I mean, for you guys, it looked like it was like down in L.A. Things were kind of starting to open back up, but now it's like Mm-mm. total lockdown again. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 And I, it, I, don't, I, I don't think anyone has the answer right now, and. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's rough in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, our daughter's in L.A. But we're, we're just, yeah. Well, I just couldn't yeah. imagine the it's feeling down to. there right now. It's it's thick. Well, because there's so much. Like you guys are talking about, you've played a lot down there. We we've we've met and interviewed and know a lot of bands from down that area. And I mean, just like it's got to be boiling down there, like the anticipation to be playing again and stuff. Because there, there's such such a good music scene down there, like you guys kind of remind me, especially like kind of looking at pictures of Sega. stuff of, uh, well, Sega stuff like that, and then also like Mapachi, Grateful Shred, um, then creeping on your Instagram, I saw a good became good friends of ours, Paracosmic. Are you guys familiar with them? They're they're a band down there, Paracosmic Funk. Huh. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, yeah. they're amazing. Pacific Range. Yeah, yeah Pacific Range. Things. Yeah, there's, a, there's just so much going on down in that area. I couldn't imagine, like, I mean, you it almost be palpable, like, the the feeling the feel of needing to get there. out yeah, and play. Like yeah, it's like a volcano. Like, it's just going to blow up. I can't wait till it opens up and it's that gonna be volcano the blows up. Best live shows ever. <laughs> it's just going to be like Boogie City. Every yeah, day. you have to imagine, right? We do. We got to keep it alive. Yeah. It, you know, that brings yeah. up a good point. Like, it's not easy, man, all this. And and like you said, nobody has the answer right now. And, and, and there's no crystal ball. Like, I can't, you can't look at something and go, well, the last time this happened, it ended in this many days. Like, nobody fucking yeah, knows no what's, yeah. what's happening. And I think that is the thing that makes it so difficult mentally is the not knowing it's like being in jail and not knowing your release date. And so, yeah, right. 
And so like, as far as like mentally, mental health wise, what kind of stuff are you guys doing to keep yourselves sane besides music and writing and that stuff? Like just for people out there that need to hear other ideas than what they've had in front of them. Well, for me, I've been spending a lot of time outside. I love to grow stuff in the garden. I have a lot of hot peppers growing and other foods, cucumbers and zucchini and what herbs and stuff. So I spend a lot of time outside now that we're home. Um, I, it's interest. It's really cool seeing LA. I mean, we've been, I've been here this whole year and I've never really, it's been a while since I've been home for a whole year and like just seeing the seasons change in LA while they're subtle, it still has seasons and like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's been kind of nice and like just spending time with the dogs and my fiance, like she's been working remote this whole time. So it's, I, I think just, yeah, learning to ignore the media and news sometimes and your phone, social media, all that stuff. And just getting outside, getting some sun, maybe some exercise. I think that's a, that's been what's keeping me somewhat sane. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's good advice, man. That, you know, it's funny. I've asked that question to two or three people over the course of these 10 months. And every person said pretty much that, like, I need to be getting outside and I need to have that space. I need to have my fingers in the dirt. One, one person I asked said, um, yeah, I, just go outside and touch a tree. Just, just go touch a tree, man. Like, <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy, dude. It, we've never been here before. And I, I gotta say that have, like Cody said a minute ago, having stuff to look forward to, like your guys album coming out and new music. That's good is so crucial right now. I think- agree 100 mm-hmm. percent yeah yeah it's, yeah i'm just hopeful or thankful that like we can you know really give it our all because it you know it, it means so much when somebody really appreciates it and i, I hope to provide you know a, a magical three and a half minutes for somebody you know that's <laughs> like that's the goal mm-hmm. well i think what's amazing is what the goal of the album is for you guys, uh, you know, that message of connecting to that frequency. That's exactly what you were kind of talking about doing, getting outdoors and what everyone said. And funny enough, Apple and I spent like 30 minutes before this talking about being connected to that kind of cosmic yeah. <laughs> and that, and that frequency. I, I was, I probably said frequency like 10 times and then we come in here. So it's, uh, I'm excited for that. Not not even just for the good music, but something that's gonna put send that a out message there. Yeah. Because it's so important. Oh yeah. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's yeah. that's important thank to be you. said too, man. That like we really do appreciate it. Yeah. it it's 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 like food. It, as much as you guys miss playing live shows is as bad as we miss being at them. And it's tough. Yeah, it's the fountain of youth for all of us. You're you're more youthful than than we are here, but it it is the fountain of youth. And when you guys don't get to play it, we don't get to see it. 
you start to get kind of stale and really realize how kind of crusty you really realize it. I mean, it's, it's medicine. Music is medicine and yeah. it needs to be felt live. Yeah. So thanks for spreading your medicine. Cause it's really fun and it pulls you in and it's, I love the psychedelic, all the intention that you guys put into it. The fact that you have like put your whole entire thing out there, like your learning process, that learning curve, it's, really scary for a lot of people but you guys are just doing it and went for it so that's really awesome and kudos to both of you and thanks for being on the show appreciate it yeah of course we hope you guys very much doing that (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah we'll we'll just, we're just going to keep doing that. Fine, so. fine with us. Yeah. <laughs> and I, this, this is a this is kind of a dumb question, but I'm going to ask yeah, it anyway no because of like, huh? yeah, yeah, well, yeah, because because of, of like your family and who your dad is. I love this morning. I was kind of looking. I found the videos of you guys playing on stage with your dad. Man, it, it kind of, right now just kind of describe yeah. it. Kind of chokes me up because. You're up there with, you know, a legend of the music industry that's your that's dad, dad and watching you go. Well, that's the thing of the like kind of the, there was one from 2015. I think it was Shane and you guys are doing Lodi and just the looks on his face, your face. That's a magical moment that a father's not a lot of father sons get a share. And I, the dumb question is, how did that feel <laughs> for you guys to play with dad? <laughs> It's it's the best thing. I like, I, yeah. I can't believe it that I get to do it. Um, I try. Yeah, I just want to keep doing more of it. And we're now we're playing with our little sister in the band too. I don't know if you've seen any of the Fogarty Factory things. Yes. No, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so much fun, and he's he's loving it the most. Like he's Aww. yeah. It's it's great. You guys are fucking rad, man. I I really appreciate you coming on. And listen, when when things like whatever the, I don't know, whatever reality becomes in the future and there's live music again and you guys come up to Portland, you guys got a place to crash. You come over here and, you know, if you come through town, we could cook you a meal or whatever. And uh, if you want to come back on the show anytime, just just say the word and let me know. Smoke some meat. Well, I appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Yeah, you, you guys would be well received up here in Portland. Oh, yeah. There's so many good venues, and you would be very welcome up here. Still be there. <laughs> we want to come. We want to come play as soon as possible. Well, I've, I've never. I don't think I've ever really been to Portland. So yeah, that that's definitely on the list of places I want to go. We're gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right on, you All guys. Right. Stay in touch, right, man. I look forward. I look forward to it. All right, guys. All right. Take All right. care. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye.
Fogarty's Hardy Hard. Shane and Tyler. That's awesome to me. That that, that I, I, I like. I had to throw that in at the end because their dad is you know legendary mm-hmm. John Fogarty from Creedence Clearwater. I mean, and these guys are like doing their own thing. I could I couldn't imagine. They the, look like legends the themselves. They do yeah. the way they dress. They, and I could just picture like their dad seeing what they're doing. I mean, they're doing. They are created their own art. They're doing their own thing with a little bit of spice from what from the past, but turning it into their own. It, they thing. remind me. They feel like in speaking to them, like all of Sid and Adam's. Oh yeah, friends. yeah. Like they, they that whole scene now. Yeah, mm-hmm. L.A.'s dope. The Mapache LA's, guy. Yes. They're all like and mm-hmm. su- sweet. Like you're like ah. Oh. They I are like these guys yeah, instantly. That the thirty twenty somethings in that um, band like whole thing they're doing something so sweet their musical sound is awesome like their musical style is awesome they're they're like on point yeah and they're yes and they're on point with their outfits too like their <laughs> their look no and the it's way they huge. conduct themselves like that whole crew these guys they're dra- they're carrying mm-hmm. on like that old hollywood that all That's of that love. Brought, they have manners they're mm-hmm. well spoken they're thoughtful people like all of it mindful and adam's oh, yeah. friends are all all like they're amazing heartful, soulful people mm-hmm. yeah nobody's coming in the room like what like all drunk or, or like kind of like, like well, even no, they get drunk. The it's um, not about that it, what it is is like they're good hearted people yeah, they, they're, they're connected they're like to cream. the universe yes yes <laughs> they are the they're like sweet could you sum it up and say that <laughs> well, they're kind 
and they and they like yeah. everybody around them. They're accepted. It's not like we're the shit. These people mm-hmm. are, you know, they're all right. I think everybody that, admires each other. That yes. thing like, that yeah. you're talking about right there, at least from what I've seen in doing this, that's not that is the exception and not the rule nowadays. Yeah, I, I think that's an old par- paradigm. Yeah, I, at oh, least from oh, what I've oh, seen, like, like the rock star oh, yeah. type thing, like yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's totally. Ex- exception. It, it, that's that's kind of died with the music, the yeah. record labels, and mm-hmm. the music industry. Because what do you got to be snotty about now? And, and they're the ones. <laughs> yeah. exactly. There ain't nothing to exactly. do. You ain't playing nothing. You now, ain't making nothing. You the, ain't producing nothing. Well, and no, the playing field is like level now. Put yourself together. The playing field has been leveled now by all that. So they're all like on the same level. Yeah. There's not like you're polished well like oh we signed with you know freaking see i'm having a hard Arista time Records. i'm having a hard time yeah. remembering some of the big record companies that's we all signed with sony yeah and then it's like and then all of a sudden it's like we just you know we got a two hundred thousand dollar check we're getting polished all that that's like not the thing anymore now it's like these guys like yeah we, we figured did out how to do we didn't know how own. to do this shit years ago and we taught ourselves and we're fucking that's kicking ass right that's why um, i kept referring to it because they just like we're just gonna do it <laughs> well it's but, not yeah. divisive either so like the old record industry i felt like it Cody, musicians, get a little closer. Musicians were not uh, collaborating because it's like, you know, if you if you get successful, it takes away from me. But yes. like within this group and, and in the world that the dead created and has gone off in all these different directions, they care like they care about other musicians. They mm-hmm. want to play yeah, with them. Divided. They want to do this. It's like, no, we're musicians. We're a community. Let's make music. It's not, you know. I think that... Th- I mean, not, this is uh, not a sweeping generality, but I think that psychedelics show people uh, that the pie is infinite and that it's, you're not taking my piece of pie. You're taking your piece of pie and it doesn't matter how fucking big your pie is because there's infinite pieces so just have at it. And I'll give you some of mine. You want some yeah. of mine too? Dude, whatever. Yeah, I want to try some of your your totally. pie looks good too. It looks yeah. as good as mine, if not better. I Let's want to make share. a pie. Make cool shit, eat cool shit, share cool shit. Yeah, they That's made it. There, it was, there was only one pie back in the day. That's true. Yeah. Everybody there was really scrambling was. for that one record deal. It. Well, think about the channels, like, you know, the radio channels, like even how we listen to music, like the CDs, like the distribution, there's had to be like, you know, X amount of CDs. And once they were distributed, they either pressed more or they traded or whatever, but like it wasn't infinite. Now you can infinitely listen to anything and and nothing needs to be purchased. So there is no place. It's all of it. It's everywhere. But but there's still human nature, right? And ego. And I think that is is a piece of the puzzle that we're not uh, talking about because in regards to what though, like the rock star yeah. thing. So, yeah, you may have a record deal with Sony. Yeah, you may be a millionaire back in the day. But I think the thing that makes somebody start acting like that is that the ego side of things. Like, I'm sure there was. A, a number of artists back then that were making that kind of money and had deals that weren't rock starry. 
Yeah. You know, but it's the ego that does that. And that's why and I it, brought up psychedelics. And even if they weren't rock starry, that that was part of the record company's job was to, to create separate that them. image yeah. and to separate that. Yeah. Like they, I've heard so many bands, like they weren't, they didn't get to pick who they toured with. They didn't get a pit. They had very little control of who. And like, if they were like the shit we look forward to of like, go to a show, you don't know who might go up on stage with one yeah. of the band. Back then it was all coordinated. It was like, you know, it would be announced like this person is going to be joining them or at the least it would be like with special guests. So they can and it had to be approved and signed off on and it was all produced, polished, coordinated. And well, they were employees. Yeah. The the record company was the the company. And these guys like this are entrepreneurs. Exactly. Doing whatever they want to do. It changes the game. And that is really a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And meeting people like that. I I love that when you asked about the who did the videos. And they're like, it was somebody we just met that like dug Mm -hmm. our stuff. We dug his stuff. And we, boom, collaboration made by yourselves. I think, (laughs) okay, I'm going to say one positive about 2020. It has caused the monopoly of creativity and how it's put out and it's leveled the playing field and it's given people more courage to do their art because now they that is the way you get it out now they're bored you don't have to sell it to somebody no you don't have to like make a collection in order to put it in a in in a museum or in a gallery like you can start a page and put up your poetry or whatever like somebody there's finds so it yeah there's so many ways and where before ways it was so found. closed off who, who was it was it wasn't it keller keller williams said this is one coming out it was all recorded on his phone oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Was keller yes. Williams. Yes. he, had, he had to find yeah he had to find a new way people are finding new ways which is opening yes. things up in different ways we would never happen if this hadn't happened That's so there's true. always i hate to i hate to keep harping on it but i i want to get the point out like your point the, out? The ego... Is not your amigo. Is not your amigo. No. <laughs> See, I don't think that's no, true, hang though. No, hang on, hang on. The, I we think, need it. I feel, like, I feel like something has changed in the fabric of society, at least in the scene that we're in, because we're you don't really see that thing. You don't see the, I'm the, the cool-ass rock star often you don't i mean you see it but it's it's few and far between and i wonder how that's happened because the way that fans respond to bands they love hasn't changed the followings haven't changed they've only gotten stronger and so why do you guys think that that's different now why why wouldn't we be seeing that as much well, because first we're quarantined and we ain't seen no, shit. No, I'm not talking about that. I did, I'm talking in 2018. No, I know. I, okay, I get. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it it does still exist, especially in certain genres. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah. Of that lifestyle, but but like in our community, our genre. That's what I'm talking like, about. It, yeah. It 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 hasn't been there. No. I, I just as <laughs> an example is like O'Teal coming on No Simple Road when we had like. 14 episodes out. Oh, yeah. O'Teal's okay, from or... fucking Almond Brothers. He He's, he's also in, like the sweetest. He's in yeah. Dead and Company. But <laughs> he really is the sweetest. But if there was a guy that had a right to and, have and, some and then, swagger. And with, with us, like, at that point, we were, we were 
pretty much expecting a no, but well, just yeah, like, hey, let's down. try it. That, I'm just saying, like, a guy that, that you would, I guess I wouldn't say I would expect it, would have in the past have a reason to be that way isn't now. I, I think it goes back to the fact that when we look at the old model, like with the mm-hmm. record companies, they created divisiveness. They would tell you that you're great. Do mm-hmm. this. There were that you were a, uh, a, a star, a, just a, a thing to make money with. Mm-hmm. And that messes up your head. And, and those kind of things. Having to be perfect or having no. to yep. perform every time mm-hmm. the way that they wanted you to. And so when we see like this this community or someone like O'Teal or, or these who love the music and they understand that they're having that connection with the audience, mm-hmm. that they're having a shared experience, that just isn't conducive. There's no those people above get, or below. People, those people don't last. Everyone else that is, you know... Harmony has harmony, and they're 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 kind to each other. That kind of stuff. They they don't last. They they get weeded out, and uh, I think and they end up doing their own thing, they, or yeah, you know, just kind of getting out of that business. I, I think that's what's so amazing about this genre of artists. Genre of people. <laughs> genre of people. It is uh, is that uh, you know it's not. And ego is, you know, important. It helps us make sure that we take care of the things that yeah, are most that's important. that's where I was coming from. Well, like, ego, we needed to perform. Some that Sometimes our ego is the one that gets us up on that well, stage. It, yes. So ego is a broad I, term. Well, because a lot of people say we need to get rid of it. No, like, we need to make friends with it. It's and called integration. One yeah. can't b- bully the other, you know? We need to have our emotional... A spiritual you know physical self all down but the ego needs to stay and then you we need to whip it into shape and befriend it and like help it instead of let it harm us and so with the i think with the like what cody was saying the records company they they had a hand down on you like you were a prophet you know like they saw dollar not signs. a prophet no. spreading the good well, word kind of a prophet too <laughs> yeah a little bit you were a prophet like on the ledger <laughs> on the ledger though yeah. yes and well, so you have to get beefed up like cody was saying like you're beautiful you're smart you're sexy that, here's these outfits that's the good part of ego the yin and yang yeah you don't want to be an egotistical prick to where your ego is putting you off people, but you also need to have an ego to have self-esteem well, I think a of, good and bad you yeah. know ego is a very broad term a lot of people when you a lot of people use ego as like a one term thing, like ego's bad. Like yeah. ego is a bad Kill that death No, to ego is a thing that has a lot in it that needs to be balanced. Yeah, you have to have a bit of an ego to get on a microphone, record yourself, and think that anybody wants to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Period. And that's or I'm, to paint a picture and put it out there and show people like look what okay, I did. Who cares? I'll just walk by. But you do it. And so, yeah, ego, with, with the scene that we're in, babe, maybe it does have to do with psychedelics. It's definitely not exclusively that. People are no, some sometimes people really, done them and yeah, in the same place. sometimes people are just great people. Like there's, that's a real thing where you just have a good hearted, just empathetic, really. sympathetic, loving people. That's a real thing. So that's what I think. I think don't kill your ego, befriend it. I think do your art no matter what. And I think I love you guys. (laughs) 
loves in the air. You got something, Cody? You, guys. you got something? <laughs> no, no? I, I love that's perfect. <laughs> Ended at that. All right, hearty har. Hearty har. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> I did, you guys, you know what? Thank you guys so much for being on the show today. Yep. You you made a, a what day is it? Saturday afternoon, yeah. a little brighter yeah, as the sun absolutely. goes behind the clouds. Um, we appreciate you. And all you guys listening out there, guess what? You're amazing. And you're the best No Simple Road family. And thanks ever. for listening to our art. We appreciate it. Yeah. This is our this is our sonic painting with our voice this is mouth our, pieces. Yeah. Our, our kindergarten go, collection. No, I'm always <laughs> gonna plug it even though they don't they are who they are. YouTube, go on there, check it out. You just talk at the end of this interview, check out the Fogarty Factory Factory. If you go look up Hardy Har, subscribe to them. It's hardy, like your heart. Yeah, heart like a hardy har. But they have a whole lot of stuff that's the Fogarty factory. I thought check it out. And that's cool to hear that they that that's their sister too that's involved in that. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying guys I, I know we need to plug it. Check out YouTube. What? There's it's, a thing called YouTube. It's, uh, www. <laughs> dot, uh, it's on the worldwide internet. Is there is there a letter U and then T U B E? What? What? <laughs> I just had a you brain know? short circuit. <laughs> yeah. I just went back in time. Because YouTube is Y-O-U. Is there a U-T-U-B-E? Oh. oh probably is some porn or something. <laughs> you know, I, mean, right. I don't have to Google Apple's that. Go- so Apple's yeah. getting All right, on the Google, everybody. Google box. We love you guys. Take care of each other. We'll be back next week with more stuff and things. Drink lots of water. Get Smile inverted. at a stranger. Get inverted. Uh, Get safety, some sunshine. Safety third. Uh, do your laundry. Don't don't let your laundry sit. It, no. It's it's stinking up your room. And every time you walk in there, you look at that pile and you're like, Ugh, I'll get to it tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Go do your fucking laundry. The feng shui tip is not to leave your dirty laundry in the bedroom. Okay. There it Make is. Make your bed. And tell your mom you love her and Aww. have her yell to your dad that you love him too if they're around. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's cute. All right. We love you. Bye. Peace. Okay. I love you. Bye. I twist and turn the mist from turning this to turn and wish the word is many problems, but it's a burden. Family needs has been deferred, and hell of me has been the earth, and alchemy can bring the birth of melody. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Hey listeners. 
I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast.